Hi, I'm Edwin. And I'm Andrew. Sound the battle cry. Two men, 15 minutes, eternal impact. Welcome to Text Talk. For the Lord, gird your armor on, stand firm, everyone. Rest Hello there, Edwin. Hello, Andrew. Well, we got to start this thing somehow, buddy. So Some, good morning. Somebody's <laughs> got to start it. Might as well be you. <laughs> Might as well be me. It's just all mixed up today. We're so glad uh, to be together to look at the Word of God in Matthew chapter 25 here on uh, February 24th. You know, I was looking at the calendar the other day, and February is a little bit of a shorter month. We were getting through it quickly. <laughs> That's weird. Is it, is it like that every year? I don't know. Well, some years it's longer than others. Well, that is true. That is true. Okay, Matthew 25. We're going to back up. I okay. want to read the parable of the talents again. Since you Did read I say that, 25 or 24? I don't even know. I don't even know what I just said. Well, it's February 24th, but we're reading Matthew 25. That's where the 24 yeah, came in. Yeah, yeah that's absolutely. what I said. Okay. That's what I said. So Matthew 25 on February 24th. We read the parable of the talents the other day, but you read it. Yes. From the New King James. Yes. So today, even though today would normally be... Your turn to read. I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and read from the ESV. Not that we keep track of these things. Oh, I have a I have a scorecard because this is this is very uh, spontaneous. Spontaneous, this <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. So we're gonna read the parable of the talents from the English Standard Version. For it will be like a man going on a journey who called his servants and entrusted them his property. To one he gave five talents, to another two, to another one, to each according to his ability. Then he went away. He who had received the five talents went at once and traded with them, and he made five talents more. So also he who had the two talents made two talents more. But he who had received the one talent went and dug in the ground and hid his master's money. Now after a long time, the master of those servants came and settled accounts with them. And he who had received the five talents came forward, bringing five talents more, saying, Master, you delivered to me five talents. Here I've made five talents more. His master said to him, Well done, good and faithful servant. You have been faithful over a little. I will set you over much. Enter into the joy of your master. And he also, who had the two talents, came forward saying, Master, you delivered to me two talents. Here, I've made two talents more. His master said to him, Well done, good and faithful servant. You have been faithful over a little. I will set you over much. Enter into the joy of your master. He also, who had received the one talent, came forward saying, Master, I knew you to be a hard man, reaping where you didn't sow and gathering where you scattered no seed. So I was afraid, and I went and hid your talent in the ground. Here, you have what is yours. But his master answered him, You wicked and slothful servant, you knew that I reap where I have not sown and gather where I scatter no seed. Then you ought to have invested my money with the bankers, and at my coming I should have received what was my own with interest. So take the talent from him and give it to him who has the ten talents. For to everyone who has will more be given, and he will have an abundance. But from the one who has not, even what he has will be taken away. And cast the worthless servant into the outer darkness. In that place there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. Mm. Mm. So going from the ESV reading to the New King James, some of the words are different, but one of the ones that's the same is the word talent. Talent. And we talked about that the other day. We talked about the idea of it being a weight, a measurement of wealth. Mm-hmm. And we noticed that the master gave different talents, different number of talents, to the different servants according to their ability. Yeah. 
and that we don't need to uh, sort of confuse the idea of ability and talent in this context, although certainly when we think of all the wonderful things that God has given us and blessed us, we would think about our skills and those kinds of things as well. Um, What we're talking about today, though, I think, is this attitude and action of these servants while their master's away. What will they do with these talents? Well, all of this came back to the question in Matthew chapter 24, who then is the wise and faithful servant? Mm -hmm. Who is the wise and faithful servant? And as we get back to this parable of the talents, we see the faithfulness. Mm -hmm. I want to see, on the other hand, though, that at the same time as we have faithfulness, we have grace, grace and faithfulness. And, and, and so let's talk about what, what is pictured here, but then let's talk about what the servant's responsibility on this was. That's going to be, that's going to be the big deal. I I think we need to recognize grace in this picture because if the master had not given the five talents right to this one man he would not have made five more talents that's yeah he wouldn't have had the potential to would he he could not have made five talents without the grace of the master giving him those five talents that mm-hmm. was a gift now i get that he decided to make that gift five talents according to the ability yeah of yeah. this man but even with all that ability, if if the master had not graced him with the mm-hmm. five talents, his ability would have gone to naught. Well, and I think underscoring this concept of grace, is, again, is when we think about how much were those talents worth, right? You know, one is, is roughly 20 years wages, something like this. Yeah. It's not like these fellows are ever going to earn this. It's really impossible to think like that. Right. So this is something, a gift, unmerited, unwarranted kind of deal. And he gives to the other fella two talents, and Mm -hmm. to the third fella one talent. Each one of these has received a measure of the grace of the master. Mm -hmm. Now, what they can do with that grace is they can—you mentioned this the other day, that a lot of times I spend my time counting your blessings, Mm -hmm. and then I get jealous. You could see how the two-talent man might look at the five-talent man and say, well, that's not fair. You gave him five talents. I can't do as much. My life is so bad. It's just terrible that you would give him five and you'd only give me two. But that's not what he does. Both of these men, the five-talent and the two-talent— uh, the, the ones to whom the master graced five and two talents, they both go out and they get busy using the ability that they have, mm-hmm. which, of course, actually, when we get back to what this picture is all about, all the ability we have is also something that has been gifted to us by God. Sure, sure. And so it, it's they use this to make more for the master. Yeah. It looks like the two-talent man kind of goes on the same path as the five-talent Absolutely. man. Absolutely. You know, they, they, he goes and he trades and he doubles. Likewise, the two-talent man, he goes, he, he does the same thing. They go to work with these things. Well, I think the reason why Jesus uses three different fellas here, I mean, because he could have just used a two-talent man and a one-talent man or a five-talent man and a one-talent man. True. But I think the reason why he uses uh, three servants in mm-hmm. this parable is to show two of them at different levels. Two have received a different measure of grace. Two have a different measure of ability. But what they both do is 
faithfully use the grace that has been given to them mm-hmm. and the ability that they have to mm-hmm. use that. And he shows that the distinction on the day when accounting is made is not going to be how many talents were you given, mm-hmm. and it's also not going to be how many talents did you grow. It's going to be were you faithful in the use of those? Yeah. Whatever the master has given us, have I been faithful in using it? Or now we get to the wicked guy. Well, I mean, those are before we get to the wicked guy. That is the very word of commendation, the very compliment that the master says, good and faithful servant. Right. Yeah. Because Jesus is going back to the question, who is the wise and faithful servant? As we hear this story, we're supposed to be hearing it. Oh, These are the wise and faithful. This good and faithful servant who used the grace of the master faithfully, his property. But yeah, so then you have this other fella, and he is not faithful. He is not faithful. He is called wicked. He is called lazy. Mm -hmm. So what did he do? Well, I'll tell you what. the, The faithlessness has nothing to do with the original ability. Okay. And the faithlessness has nothing to do with the the grace mm-hmm. that the master has given. Interestingly, he doesn't even say the 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 wicked, lazy, slothful servant. He doesn't blame it, the comparison. No. I think it's interesting. He doesn't say to the master, "Well, I mean, what did you expect? You gave those guys so much more than you gave me." His his faithlessness has nothing to do with yeah. the amounts and he doesn't yeah. even try to blame it on that. No. He says, "I was just scared." I was scared. I was scared I was going to lose what was yours, and so I just did nothing. I buried a hole in the ground and so that I could give you back what was yours. So here's a fellow that expresses a fear for his master, but it doesn't prompt him in the right way. In fact, it, it almost seems like, is this even a, a genuine fear? The master says, if you knew who I was, you would have at least gone and given it to bankers, right? I should have at least gotten some interest you out of You would have done the absolute minimum you would have to done provide something a return. for me. To provide a return. Yeah, if you knew who I was. Yeah, yeah. So is this just, I mean, lip service? Or is he really afraid? I don't know. Well, it's a curious thing. I will say the master, when he rebukes him, does not say, you fearful, cowardly servant. That's a good point. He says, wicked and lazy. lazy. Yeah. And if we're going to take that um, at face value, the master is getting down to what the master thinks the issue here is. Mm-hmm. Whatever amount of fear the servant actually had, the master says, here's the problem. You're lazy. So do you see a contrast here then between faithfulness and wickedness and laziness, right? Well done, good and faithful servants. They were active. And then the wicked, the lazy. I was, I was going back while you were asking that question to Matthew 24 and trying to remember how that fellow, the, the wicked servant oh. there, is described. Yeah. You know, he spends his time eating and drinking with drunkards, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. which is, well, I mean, that's laziness. This is about self-indulgence. This is yeah. about convenience. Yeah. I and, think, and beating servants is wicked. And Well, that one's <laughs> definitely wicked. That's, that's wrong. So this this guy doesn't seem to necessarily, he's not beating these other servants, but there's the, the laziness, the self-indulgence, yeah. Yeah. the I'm just pursuing what is convenient. Yeah. And, and what could be more convenient than dig a hole, bury this treasure, and not even think about it till the master comes I'm, back? See, and that's that's the part of the story. And I, I want to be really careful because with parables, uh, first of all, you got to be careful taking even what's said and not adding meaning that's not intended. Sure. But you can make a big mistake if you start taking what's not said and trying to, to add <laughs> meaning also. So yeah. I want to be really careful here. 
But it does make me ask, okay, while the five talent guy and the two talent guy are out trading mm-hmm. and doing business mm-hmm. and increasing the property, the kingdom of their master, what is this one talent guy doing? Yeah. He he's not he's not trading. No. He's not working. No. He's I mean, what? Is, he, is he out there eating and drinking with drunkards? Is he yeah. out there? I mean, at least he's not using the talent to buy the the liquor and the food for the eating, drinking with guns, I guess. Yeah. But he's, that's, he's a, that's a, that's a different parable. We yeah. call that the prodigal son. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No kidding. No kidding. Good point. But it's, it's still that idea that we, we've mm-hmm. got the laziness, the slothfulness. I'm not doing the work I'm supposed to be doing. I'm, I'm doing what's convenient to me. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to save my hide. Mm-hmm. I'm just trying to protect my backside. That's what this guy's doing. So grace without faithfulness really leads you to the judgment, doesn't it? Absolutely. And that's that's something he received grace. Yeah. He received grace, yeah. but he did not respond with faithfulness. And that's what loyalty is. Remember, all this is going back to loyalty to the master, mm-hmm. loyalty to the king. He is not showing loyalty to his master because he is not faithfully mm-hmm. using the master's property. And this is a struggle that I think often folks have today when they hear about grace, they, they view the idea as, oh, well, it's just a free gift. Grace is a free gift. And, and now I just have it. But, but we're supposed to respond to the grace. Mm-hmm. And, and I think about Paul in 1 Corinthians chapter 15 and verse 10, as he was comparing himself to the other apostles, he said, I am what I am by the grace of God. But his grace toward me was not in vain, but I worked more than all of them. Though it wasn't me, it was the grace of God in me. Right. And right. what we have there is that beautiful picture of grace, and my response is faithfulness, right. working because of the grace. But when I'm done, notice that what these guys don't do, the five and the two talent, they don't go to the master and say, well, look, we here's your five talents. But now here's the five talents that I got for me because I did all this work. Yeah. There was the realization that I was only able to do this work because of your grace. So both sets of five talents, both sets of two talents, they're yours. They're yours. One of the things that I you know, I find fascinating about the story is at the end of it, when the judgment comes upon the wicked and lazy servant, that one talent is removed from him and given to the fellow that has ten talents at this point. Yeah. Yeah, now, um, there's there's some stuff there about judgment that I don't quite understand, and I think I don't I don't think he's explained all of it to us. Yeah, yeah, but I you know the the idea that even what you have is taken away that with his wickedness and his laziness, the judgment is a total loss. Yeah, now that part I get. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. the giving it to the other guy that I'm. Oh, I wonder what that represents <laughs> right. in judgment. That's right. the part I struggle right. with. So yeah, I'm I'm, I'm I don't know. Well, anyway, I just I, maybe I set that up to to tease out a little bit more tomorrow, Friday. Okay, we're going to be talking about judgment. Yeah, more <laughs> judgment scene. Yeah, yeah. and uh, when you enter into the joy of the Lord, there's no greater joy, and yet to find yourself in the judgment of the Lord, well, like it says here, weeping and gnashing of teeth. Yeah. Let's wrap up with a prayer. Holy God, thank you so much for all the grace that you have given us. May we respond to you with faithfulness. May we, like Paul, work hard so that your grace is not in vain toward us. But when we're done faithfully stewarding the grace you've given, may we remember that it's by your grace. Let us not boast as if we did not receive. Lord God, we love you so very much. Thank you for loving us first. 
Through your son Jesus we pray. Amen. Amen. Thanks for talking about the text with us today. I'm Edwin Crozier, and I'd like to invite you to join the Christians who meet on Livingston Avenue in Lutz, Florida, this Sunday for our Bible classes and worship. You can find out more at christiansmeethere.org. Check out our daily written devotional that goes along with today's episode. You can find a link for it in our show notes. Michael Eldridge sang all four parts of our theme song. You can get more from him at acapeldridge.com. Please remember to subscribe, rate, and review Text Talk in your favorite podcast app so others can find it and learn about it more easily. Have a fantastic day. Steady, pass the word along. Onward, forward, shout aloud, Hosanna. Christ is captain of the mighty throne.